Hi. Welcome to the PMP exam radio show with your friend Phil. To prepare you for the renowned PMP exam as we discuss all things project management. An exciting refreshing take on the PMBOK guide and the world of project management pragmatism. And now, here is your friend, Phil. Hello, my awesome friends. How you doing? Welcome to our PMP exam radio show for today. I know you are getting ready for this test and studying hard. One of the challenges that we all face in studying is consistency. So how do you keep that motor running for PMP? How do you keep that vehicle running to the destination? I've got a little secret for you. It has to do with a disposition to this exam. It has to do with a mindset. And you know what I did? I kept reminding myself of the end goal. I kept seeing the end. One day I'll get to PMP and the world will change and the clouds will part and the light will come down. And to be quite honest with you, that happened many weeks after. Actually, wasn't that many, it was about two weeks after. Two weeks later, after getting certified, I got approached by a recruiter that there was a really great opportunity for me to move from the company I was in to a different one. Wow. It changed my life, I have to be honest. Getting PMP certified was a game changer. It was. I went from making what I was making low, lower than six figures, <laughs> lower than half of the closest to six figures, right? Under $50,000. But the moment I got certified, my salary tripled 300%, right? It went up by that much. I got approached by a recruiter to work for a well-known firm, got into that firm, and the rest is history. I was picking, I was choosing. And that propelled me to learn even more. I didn't stop at PMP. I kept learning and challenging myself and learning and challenging myself. And I tell you, my friends, whatever your goal is, whatever the reason you are approaching that goal, go for it. It is so satisfying and rewarding to sit back, look back at my career and see the PMP certification truly pay off professionally and also materially, if I might say. So if you are thinking of taking your foot off the gas, think again. It may not be monetary reasons. It may not be career reasons. Maybe it's just to feel fulfilled that you embarked on a journey and you actually got there. Or maybe you truly do want more options. Like I have had so many options, it's ridiculous. I have worked for over five firms as a consultant. And you know, when I say five, that's being conservative because if I add all my clients, I'm talking about well over 50 or 60 companies I have added value to. Working as a project manager, working as a consultant. All right, so if you are feeling a little bit despondent about the exam and about pursuing your goal for PMP, think again. Today's a surprise quiz 
as I always show up once in a while and quiz you about the exam, and I've got a quiz for you today. It's very simple. It revolves around Scrum and the 353. Are you ready? Let's go. Name the three roles in Scrum. I'm going to give you 15 seconds. Okay. So I was expecting you to say Scrum Master, Product Owner, and Cross-Functional Team, or go in more to the Scrum Guide, it reads Scrum Master, Product Owner, and Developers. The PMI calls it Cross-Functional Team. Ken Schwaber and Jeff Sutherland refer to these as Developers. Next question. Name the five ceremonies or events, if you will, or meetings, if you call it that, in the world of Scrum. I'll give you another 15 seconds. All right. So this one is a little bit of a trick question in that the very first event is the container for all the others. So I was expecting you to say sprint, sprint planning, daily scrum, sprint review, and sprint retrospective. All right, next question. Tell me what are the three artifacts in scrum? All right, the three artifacts are the product backlog, the sprint backlog, and the potentially shippable increment, also known as increment or the increment. Next question. The PMI described two types of agile, broad categories of agile. What are they? 10 seconds. All right, the answer, iteration-based agile and flow-based agile. Next question. Can you complete this agile manifesto value? Individuals and interactions over. Okay, the answer, processes and tools. How about this one? Next question. The Agile Manifesto states, working software over what? The answer, comprehensive documentation. Next question. The Agile Manifesto states, we value responding to change over It's following a plan. The Agile Manifesto value state customer collaboration over. All right. The answer is contract negotiation. All right. So just little reminders. If you haven't paid attention to Agile, hone in on the manifesto, hone in on the values and principles in the manifesto. Go deep into Agile. Go to Ken Schwaber and Jeff Sutherland's 
scrumguides.org. Download the Scrum Guide, read it, get good. Read your Agile Practice Guide, get good. Okay, let's move into a few quick questions from the process domain. Which technique is used to break down work in traditional project management? It's a technique, not a process, a technique. All right, the answer, decomposition. That's how we break down work at the highest level at the root node, down to the control accounts, down to the other packages, such as planning packages and work packages. Next question. What are the four relationship types in scheduling? All right, the answer. Finish to start, finish to finish, start to finish, and start to start. Next question. Name two schedule compression techniques. Okay. The answer, crashing and fast tracking. Next question. Name two resource optimization techniques. The answer, resource leveling and resource smoothing. Next question. In which risk process does the team categorize, prioritize, and score risks? In which risk process does the team categorize, prioritize, and score risks? All right. So only one answer. And the answer is perform qualitative risk analysis. And there you have it, my friends. We spent 10 minutes together and we got a lot of traction for action. So what I want you to do is knuckle down, stay focused. If you need training, coaching, or mentoring, go on down to hpmexam.com. Come aboard one of our half-day boot camps. You're going to get an additional two months of access to our learning system where you can take two mock exams, very robust, and several smaller mock exams, and also be involved in our daily scrums, all right, because we have those daily meetings where we hold everyone accountable, everyone holds us accountable, so it's a two-way street, all the students get on and hold each other accountable, and they answer the three questions, what they did yesterday, what they're going to do today, and any impediments, so it's a great sync meeting, it's a great way of us finding impediments, and picking up some speed towards our goal. All right. Thank you all very much. And don't forget to hit like on this podcast. I need your likes. Those of you on iTunes, there's not been a lot of traction from you, my friends, on Apple Podcasts. Those of you on Spotify, a little bit more activity, but keep hitting that like button. It does good for the algorithm and it helps people know there's a fabulous free podcast towards PMP exam success. All right. Thank you very much. I'm going to put a follow on episode here just to keep you engaged. If you're out jogging, walking the dog, whatever you're doing, doing chores, I like you staying focused. So stay tuned for one more episode from our archives. See you in the next one. Bye for now.
Hello, my fellow project managers. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show, where we talk about all things PMP. Today, I took a look at numbers from the PMI. The numbers were pretty high up there in terms of the number of people who got certified in one month. Now, what I'll say to you, my friends, is what are you doing to be part of that number? Dust your books. Let's get going. Today, we have a treat. I am going to be quizzing you on some of the information that I've shared on the PMP Exam Radio Show. If you have not listened to my short summaries on all the knowledge areas, and you have not listened to my short summaries on the process groups that are contained within the process group Pentagon series, you might want to listen to that after this. Are you ready? Let's get started. What are the five ceremonies in Scrum? Now, the way this works, I'll give you a few seconds to think about the answer. If you need more time and I start saying the answer, hit the pause button. Give yourself more time to think before listening. Three, two, one. The ceremonies are one, sprint planning, two, the sprint, three, daily scrum, four, Sprint Review 5. Sprint Retrospective With that said, remember there is an informal ceremony known as Backlog Refinement. Next question. Procurement. In which process are contracts signed? 3, 2, 1. Hit the pause button if you need more time. The answer to that first question is conduct procurements. Next question. Which law defines the relationship between the popular work-in-progress, WIP, throughput, and lead times? Three, two, one. The answer is Little's Law. Little's Law, though not tested on the exam to my knowledge in great detail, should at least be known at a sufficient level as the law that defines the relationship between WIP, throughput, and lead time. And for your exam, you should also understand what throughput, lead time, WIP, and cycle time actually mean. Next question. In a Kanban system, we typically view it as a type of Agile. Here are your options. Iteration-based Agile, Flow-based Agile. Which of these is it? Three, two, one. The answer to this question is Flow-based Agile. Next question. When in an Agile project, which of the following will be used to effectively communicate? A. Fishbowl window. B. Communications management plan. And C. Push communication. Three. Two. One, the best option is fishbowl window.
The second question in procurement. Name the three broad categories of contract types. Three, two, one. They are fixed price, cost reimbursable, and time and materials. Next question. Can you break those contract types down any further? Go for it. Three, two, one. The answer is fixed price is broken into firm fixed price, fixed price incentive fee, and fixed price with economic price adjustment. Cost reimbursable contracts are broken down into cost plus incentive fee, cost plus award fee, and cost plus fixed fee. Time and materials are just that; they are not broken down any further. Next question. Next question. What in the world of agile is a proper term to describe an obstacle that prevents the team from achieving its objectives? Three, two, one. The best answer is impediment, also known as. A blocker. Next question: An agile approach which combines Scrum and Kanban is known as three, two, one. The best answer: Scrumban. From which process do you obtain deliverables? Three. Two, one. The answer is direct and manage project work. Next question: From which process do you obtain final report? Three, two, one. The answer is close project or phase. Next question: There are two types of knowledge talked about in manage project knowledge: the process. What are they? Three, two, one. They are tacit knowledge and explicit knowledge. Next question: A visible physical display that provides information to the rest of the organization, enabling up-to-the-minute knowledge sharing without having to disturb the team, as coined by Alistair Coburn, is known as. Three, two, one. The answer is information radiator. Next question: From which process is the requirements management plan derived? Three, two, one. The answer is plan scope management. Next question. In which scope process is the tool and technique known as inspection used? Three, two, one. The answer is validate scope. This is where your customer, stakeholders, and users inspect the deliverable that was created. Next question: In which quality process is inspection used? As a tool and technique, 
Three, two, one. The answer is control quality. This is where the performing organization checks the deliverable. Next question: What is the formula for schedule performance index (SPI)? Three, two, and one. Schedule performance index is earned value divided by planned value. Next question: Which term refers to a person with a single deep area of specialization and no interest or skill in the rest of the skills required by the team? Three, two. One. The answer: I-shaped person. Next question: A technique in which multiple team members focus simultaneously and coordinate their contributions on a particular work item is known as what? Three. Two. One. The answer is mobbing. Next question. What is the formula for the estimate at completion based on a brand new bottom-up ETC? Three, two, one. The formula is estimate at completion equals actual cost. Plus, estimate to complete, etc. Now, a question such as that could be asked from many perspectives, and that's why I specifically said based on a brand new bottom-up etc. That is on page two six seven in your Pembroke Guide sixth edition. Next question: What are the six processes of project resource management? Three, two, one. Let's go through the processes one by one. Plan resource management. Estimate activity resources. Acquire resources. Develop team. Manage team. Control resources. Next question. You're a project manager on an agile project, and you are in a regularly occurring workshop where participants explore their work and results in order to improve both process and product. What is the formal name for this workshop? Three, two, one. The answer is retrospective. Next question: You're a project manager on an agile project, and the team is working on a product quality technique, where the design of the product is improved by enhancing its maintainability and other desired attributes, without altering its expected behavior. What is the best term to describe this? Is it progressive elaboration? 
Is it rolling wave planning or is it refactoring? Three, two, and one. The correct answer is refactoring. Next question. What is the formula for the number of channels in a communication setting? Three, two, one. The formula to calculate the number of channels in a communication setting is N times in bracket N minus one close bracket all divided by two. N times N minus one divided by two. So if you had five people in a communication setting, N would be five. If the question was posed as a project manager with a team of 10, then N would be equal to 11. Next question. In which process are reports distributed to stakeholders? Three, two, one. The answer, manage communications. Next question. Name the various approaches to negative risks. In other words, responses to negative risks or threats. Three, two, one. To remember this answer, think about Mr. T on a team. Think about the mnemonic, a team. A team, if you will. A is for avoid. T, transfer. E, escalate. A, accept. M is for mitigate. Next question. What are the five responses for positive risks or opportunities? Three. Two and one. Remember to hit the pause button if you need more time. The answer to this is the acronym EASY with two E's at the end. E-A-S-E-E. E for exploit. A for accept. S for share. E for enhance. And the last E for escalate. So there are three E's. There's an A and an S. That's how you remember them. Next question. In which process do you rank risks using dollar amounts? Three, two, one. The answer to that question is perform quantitative risk analysis. It's not as precise a question, but the best option is definitely perform quantitative risk analysis. Let me ask you another question. In which process would you use the probability impact matrix as a tool and technique? Three, two, one. The answer 
is perform qualitative risk analysis. It is in perform qualitative risk analysis that you calculate the risk score. Probability rating times impact rating. This is purely qualitative. Next question. Jill is your stakeholder. She has a high level of power and a high level of interest. What should your strategy for dealing with Jill be? Three, two, one. Your strategy should be to manage close. Next question. You're working on a project where your primary goal is to manage cost. You have a single delivery on the project. What category of life cycles is this? Three, two, one. The answer: predictive approach. Next question. You're working on an endeavor where your major goal is the correctness of the solution. You are repeating activities until they are correct. You are delivering one time. What characteristic of four life cycles does this best describe? Three, two, and one. The best answer is iterative approach. Next question: What are the five categories in a stakeholder engagement assessment matrix? Three, two, one. The categories are as follows: unaware. Resistant, neutral, supportive, leading. Next question. You're the project manager on an agile team. Who should hold the team accountable? Three, two, one. In an agile team, the team. Holds itself accountable. Team members hold each other accountable. Mutual accountability. Remember that there is decentralized decision making in agile teams. Next question. Name the roles in a scrum team. Three, two, one. The roles are product owner. Scrum master and developers. You may hear these being called development team or team. Next question. In Scrum, what are the three artifacts? Three, two, one. The three artifacts. Product backlog, sprint backlog, and the PSI, potentially shippable increment, also known as the increment or increment. Next question: What does the term MVP 
stand for? Three, two, one. The answer: minimum viable product. Final question: In the world of agile, we often say agile and Kanban are subsets of what? Three, two, and one. The answer is subsets of lean. Don't forget to check out page eleven and twelve in the Agile Practice Guide if that was a surprise to you. Uh oh, it just got real in here. You got five seconds to answer this question. You got to tell me the process that I'm describing. Putting together an authorization document for the project. Two, one. The answer is develop project charter. Signing contracts on the project. Three, two, one. The answer is conduct procurements. Next question. Check in the product as the customer. Three, two, one. The answer is validate scope. Next question. Creating a work performance report. Two, one. The answer is monitor and control project work. Next question. Creating a lessons learned register. Three, two, one. The answer: manage project knowledge. Next question: physical resource assignments is your output. Three, two, one. The answer is acquire resources. Next question: project team assignments are an output of this process. Two, one. The answer is acquire resources. Next question. Your project manager investigating the use of resources on the project to ensure that they were made available at the right time and used in the right way. Which process is this? Three, two, one. The answer: control resources. Next question: Your project manager working on a project and you just obtained closed procurements as an output. Which process is this? Three. One. The answer is closed procurements. Next question. Your project manager using regression analysis as a tool and technique on a process. Which process is this? Three, two, one. Regression analysis is a tool and technique used in closed project or phase. Next question. Your project manager working with the team to create the scope baseline. Which process is this? Three, two, one. The answer is create WBS. That is where the scope baseline is an output. Next question. Your project manager working on a process and you have just obtained quality control measurements. Which process is this? Three. Two, one. The answer: control quality. 
next question. You're a project manager working on a project and you have just obtained procurement strategy as an output. Which process is this? Three, two, one. The answer, plan, procurement, management. Next question. You're a project manager working with a team and you have just obtained independent cost estimates as an output. Which process is this? Three, two, one. The answer, plan, procurement, management again. Next question. You're a project manager working on a project and you have just obtained a risk report as an output. Which process is this? Three, two, one. The answer, identify risks. Next question. Which comes first? Project charter, business case, or needs assessment? Project charter, business case, or needs assessment? Which one comes first? Three, two, one. The answer is needs assessment. Then business case. Then project charter. Next question. What is the formula for the cost variance? Three, two, one. Cost variance is earned value minus actual cost. Next question. You're a project manager working on a project and you're looking at a graph. On the graph, you see that the earned value line is above the actual cost line. What does this mean? Three, two, one. This means you are under budget. Next question. Your project manager working on a project and taking a look at an earned value graph. In the graph, the planned value line is above the earned value line. What does this mean? Three, two, one. If a planned value line is above an earned value line, that means you are behind schedule. Next question. Your project manager working on a project and you discover that the actual cost line is above the earned value line. What does this mean? Three, two, one. If the actual cost line is above the earned value line, that means you are over budget. Next question. Outputs from other processes is an input to which of the 49 processes? Three, two, one. Outputs from other processes is an input to the develop project management plan process. Next question. Change requests are an input to one process in the PEMBOK guide. Which process is it? Three, two, one. The answer, perform integrated change control. Next question. 
change requests can be described in four ways. Name them. Three, two, one. Change requests can be described as corrective action, preventive action, defect repair, and updates. Next question. Change log is an output of which process? Three, two, one. The answer is perform integrated change control. Next question. You are a project manager on a project, and you have decided to run certain activities in parallel, which otherwise should have been done sequentially. What does this describe? Three, two, one. This describes fast tracking. Next question: Your project is in trouble. You have decided to spend more money on expediting a part to be delivered to an activity on the critical path. What strategy is this? Three, two, one. Paying money to expedite a part for delivery is a crashing technique. So that is crashing. Next question. What is the formula for free float? Three, two, one. To answer this question, imagine two activities A and B. Free float will be the early start of activity B, that succeeds A, minus the early finish of A. In other words, early start of the successor minus the early finish of the task in question. Next question. What is the critical path? Three, two, one. The critical path indicates the longest path, but the shortest time in a network diagram in which the project can be completed. Next question. You're working on a schedule baseline as an output from a process. Which process is this? Three, two, one. The answer: develop schedule. Next question. You're a project manager that has just obtained activity attributes from a process. Which process is this? Three, two, one. The answer: define activities. Next question. You're working with your project team, and you have derived an output known as project schedule network diagrams. Which process is this? Three, two, 
one. The answer is sequence activities. Well done. Next, we will test logic very rapidly in 10 to 15 seconds. Let's imagine two processes and let's find the interrelationship. Are you ready? I have five of these for you. What is the relationship between direct and manage project work and control quality? Three, two, one. Direct and manage project work gives you an output known as deliverables that becomes an input to control quality. Next question. What is the relationship between direct and manage project work and monitor communications? Three, two, one. The relationship is that direct and manage project work gives you work performance data as an output and that goes to monitor communications as an input. From that process, you derive work performance information, which makes its way back into integration, into the monitor and control project work process, from which you derive work performance reports. Sketch that out and it will stick. Next question. What is the relationship between develop project charter and close project or phase? Three, two, one. The develop project charter process gives the project charter as an input to close project or phase. Remember the project charter contains the success criteria, so it is relevant to close project or phase. Next question. What is the relationship between develop project charter and identify stakeholders? Three, two, one. The project charter is an output of develop project charter and it contains key stakeholder list that becomes an input to identify stakeholders from where we derive the stakeholder register. We have one final question. What are the relationships between manage quality and control quality? I'll give you a bit more time to think about this one. Three, two, and one. So you've probably figured I'm looking for two relationships. One loop going in and one loop coming out. Let's talk about them one by one. All right. Test and evaluation documents is an output of managed quality. That becomes an input to control quality. 
because we will use these tests and evaluation documents to carry out control quality. And on the flip side, going back in to manage quality, we have a feedback loop from control quality giving you quality control measurements as an input back into manage quality, where you will investigate those quality control measurements. Well, I hope you found that to be super helpful. All the very best on your exam. Keep preparing. And of course, stay tuned. We'll have a lot more where this came from. You take care and bye for now.